Good evening, everyone. I'm Brandy from SciTech, and tonight I'll be your audio guide to the galaxy. For this episode, we are looking beyond the stars in the night sky to see the bigger picture, getting a closer look at our very own galaxy, the Milky Way. You can listen to this episode from the 23rd of December across the holiday period. Just make sure you listen to it just after sunset to get the best views. And if you happen to go camping anytime during the Christmas break, then this is the perfect episode to listen to for some dark sky delights. Make sure you've got this episode downloaded, and once we get started, try to keep your phone screen off so your eyes can adjust to the dark. Before you head outside, make sure you grab some insect repellent, a torch, and a jumper if it's cold. Ready? Let's go. Looking up at the night sky, you can see it scattered with countless points of light. All of these stars seem so small to our eyes, and yet they are giant balls of gas that are giving out incredible amounts of energy. Unlike our sun, though, these stars are just very, very far away. One of the most recognizable stars is Sirius, the brightest star in the night sky. Do you think you can see it? not to be confused with the planet Venus, that very bright object in the west. Instead, if you turn directly to the east, about a hand span above the horizon, you should see Sirius twinkling away at you. Part of the constellation Canis Major, it is also known as a dog star. Seeing how bright it shines, it would be fair to think that it is an incredibly big star. And yet, it is only a little bit bigger than our sun. And to put this into comparison, while our sun might seem quite big to us small little humans, it's actually a pretty average size for a star. But there are stars out there far greater in size. For example, just to the right of Sirius, roughly two hand spans away, you can see another bright star. This star is called Canopus, and just so happens to be the second brightest star in the night sky. And yet, even though there it is only a little bit fainter than Sirius, its size is huge. It's so big that it is over 70 times larger than our sun. That's quite the size difference between these two bright stars. But this difference is telling us something important, that not only are they different in size, but also in distance. If Canopus is nearly as bright as Sirius, but so much larger, do you think that means it's further or closer than Sirius? Well, Sirius is pretty close to our solar system, lying only eight light years away. Canopus, on the other hand, is 310 light years away. That's 40 times further away from our solar system than Sirius. This reminds us that our night sky is not two-dimensional, but in fact, three-dimensional. And all the stars that we can see right now big and bright, small and faint, they all belong to something far greater. Together, they add up to make a galaxy. But not just any old galaxy. Our galaxy, the Milky Way, our home to the universe. When we look at the night sky, the most identifiable part of the Milky Way is that faint band of light that extends across the sky. Unfortunately, we can't always see this band of light, especially if you are stargazing from your backyard here in Perth. That's because 
all the surrounding lights from our homes, other people's homes, street lights, cars driving by, all this bright light can block out fainter light in the sky, creating what we call light pollution. But Western Australia is a special place. Our population is so spread out that there are many places you can go to get away from light pollution. If you're lucky enough to be camping right now, or far away from the bright lights of Perth, you may be able to spot a faint band of light of the Milky Way already. But if you can't see it, or still have a bit of light pollution around, I can show you where to look. To find it, you need to spot two markers in the night sky. One we have already found tonight, and it is the bright star Sirius. The second marker is one of our most famous constellations, the Southern Cross. Tonight, you can find the Southern Cross very close to the horizon if you face towards the south. Or, if you are struggling to find it, just use the point along the horizon that is directly south. If you need a hand finding south, look towards the direction that the sun set, which is west. Then, turn towards your left. Once you have found these two important points in the night sky, then trace a line from Sirius, high in the eastern sky, down towards the Southern Cross. You should see that faint band of light that we often recognize as the Milky Way. And even if you can't quite see it because of light pollution, what you might notice is that there are many more stars along this part of the sky. Our galaxy is made up of more than the stars we can see right now. It is a collection of nearly 400 billion stars that stretches 200,000 light years across. Light can reach the moon in one second, but it would take 200,000 years for light to travel from one side of the Milky Way to the other. To give you an idea how big that is, have a look at your pinky. If the width of your pinky was the size of the solar system, then the Milky Way would be the size of Australia. Looking back to that special band of light that marks the Milky Way, remember that our galaxy is full of stars, gas, and dust, all mixing together into one great galaxy. A galaxy that is active as stars are being born and dying over and over again. Across the galaxy, bits of material are continuously joining together to make new stars, planets, moons, and surprisingly, you and me. The most important thing to remember as we look at our night sky is that we are all made of the same stuff as all those twinkling lights. Meaning, we are greatly connected to the galaxy we call home. That's it for this episode of the Audio Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, you can find the universe just outside.